Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. Yale Global Online is the flagship publication of the Yale Center for the Study of Globalization and explores the implications of the world's growing interconnectedness through people, products, and ideas. The Hidden Global Trade in Patient Medical Data. The goal for global trade in health data is new treatments, but government regulations do not keep pace. The article is written by Adam Tanner and read by Douglas Olson. In 1956, the head of one of Madison Avenue's leading medical advertising agencies dispatched a copywriter to West Germany. He was supposed to set up a company for producing surveys of the pharmaceutical market. The young executive had never been abroad and spoke no German. The firm quickly won clients by providing insights on which drugs sold well in which markets. Drug companies eagerly bought the reports, and the firm recently renamed Quintiles IMS expanded. Today, the U.S. data mining firm operates in more than 100 countries, and it's at the heart of the for-profit global trade in anonymized patient data. The $20 billion company assembles dossiers on more than half a billion patients worldwide from physician records, prescriptions, insurance claims, lab tests, and more. U.S. competitors include IBM Watson Health, GE Healthcare, LexisNexis, and other firms linked to major insurers. Rivals exist in other countries as well. Privacy can be at risk. Patient dossiers omit obvious identifiers such as names and national ID numbers, but as computing power advances, the data have become more vulnerable to re-identification with more clues into who is who and where patients live and work. Another complicating issue is the growing availability of insights from DNA testing, which is identifying by its very nature. The growing possibility of re-identification from such dossiers poses risks of discrimination against people with mental health issues or any array of medical complications. In some cases, such action is legal, such as in denying life insurance. In others, the action is not legal, such as in hiring and promotion decisions. Medical information could be used to blackmail and embarrass anyone, common citizen or national leader. Data minor dossiers are legal under U.S. rules. They serve mostly to help pharmaceutical firms market and advertise their drugs. Data miners also highlight the promise of new discoveries and cures. The future of medicine rests on data, the evidence that is the basis for the discovery, development, and dispensing of prescription products and all other healthcare decisions, noted Quintile's IMS in an October report. Mastering the collection and interpretation of data is therefore vital for the vitality and continued global contributions of the biopharmaceutical industry. So far, industry executives admit to garnering more interesting insights than stunning breakthroughs. The ability of commercial firms to assemble dossiers on individuals comes at a time when few Americans have access to complete records for their own health care. The fractured nature of U.S. medicine complicates this issue compared to countries with centralized national systems. Officials in many countries suggest 
that they enjoy stronger privacy protections than the United States, either through law or tradition. Yet increasingly, American-style accumulation of sensitive medical data on millions of patients is becoming commonplace. For example, many Japanese officials contend that the aggregating and selling of anonymized patient files does not occur in Japan. The difference between IMS in Japan and in the United States. In Japan, they treat data and privacy in a more sensitive way, said Yoshitaki Yakakura, president of the influential Japan Medical Association. Medicine should be for the public benefit, not for business. For-profit ventures are expected to secure patient consent. Yet IMS advertises the sale of Japanese longitudinal data, including actual prescription data from pharmacy records for individual patients. Japan's guidelines on selling anonymous patient data are blurred because the nation lacks U.S.-style privacy rules, including the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, known as HIPAA. Officials often speak of a gray zone of practices neither explicitly allowed nor forbidden. Data miners typically do not seek patient consent. They maintain that properly anonymized information does not belong to an individual. A group of patients and doctors in South Korea disagreed and launched a legal case against IMS in 2014. A whistleblower released records from some of these data miner transactions, and it turned out that a simple code could unlock the patient's national ID numbers. One of the South Korean physicians who brought the lawsuit described his shock. If it's syphilis or hypertension or diabetes, if you have information about me without my understanding, if they do not get consent, they have no right. It is very unethical. Quintiles IMS is fighting the lawsuit and defends its practices. The argument is that only anonymous healthcare data is mined and additional cryptographic coding is applied. Europe boasts of strong data protections, yet data miners advertise anonymized patient dossiers from a number of European Union countries. For example, in Germany, Quintiles IMS sells details from electronic records, prescriptions, hospital discharges, and patient registries. Some European countries maintain national databases with information on patients suffering from heart disease, cancer, and HIV, among other ailments. Such efforts led by the state are not aimed at making a commercial profit. Some IMS veterans who worked at the company during the era when focus was limited to broader pharmaceutical marketing surveys are uneasy about the commercialization of patient data that's become more commonplace over the past two decades. A former IMS Japan CEO questions the value of such anonymized individual data for IMS clients. He also wonders whether anonymous data may violate privacy laws. He says, to be blunt, I feel that they went too far. The trade in patient data is so opaque that many, even in healthcare and government, do not know about it. A top Japanese government official who did not want to be named insisted initially that trade in anonymized patient data did not occur in his country. 
He then expressed surprise as a researcher detailed how the trade has emerged in Japan. Part of the problem is that data miners are reluctant to talk publicly about how the process works. The entire U.S. healthcare system, as well as the entire political system, has devolved into this shadow game, says Joel Kalish, the founder of Big Health Data. He adds that anyone privy to the data can lie, scheme, manipulate, or steal data from the people who, to whom it belongs. The example of Japan and many other countries shows that in the absence of specific guidance or government restrictions, market forces will continue to expand collection of personal data. There is hope that the commercial circulation of anonymized patient data contributes to science and treatments. Yet given the growing privacy risks, countries should encourage an open, informed, and public debate for shaping regulations in what is increasingly a big and globalized health data bazaar. Adam Tanner is author of the new book, Our Bodies, Our Data, How Companies Make Billions Selling Our Medical Records, and writer-in-residence at Harvard University's Institute for Quantitative Social Science. This and other Yale Global articles can be found at yaleglobal.yale.edu.